Take 13. Take it away. <laughs> SEO is AO. Welcome to the show, Pamela Lund. Thank you. You didn't expect that, did you? I did not expect Brilliant. that. I'm so happy that somebody didn't expect that. Um, lovely, lovely to welcome you to my podcast and to Ungagged video reporting thingy. Uh, how have you enjoyed Ungagged? It's been great. It's been a really great experience. The venue's fantastic. The food was great, which is always really a hard thing at conferences, yeah. right? And um, the the groups of people have been small enough that you can actually really connect, which has been fantastic. At a lot yeah. of conferences, they're so big that you get lost. Right, yeah. And there was, what, 200 people here? Mm -hmm. And that's a really good number to be able to actually... I mean, I think I've probably talked to everybody. <laughs> have you talked to everybody? No, hardly. Oh, right. <laughs> Were you here yesterday? I wasn't. I had a lot of work in meetings, so I didn't get to come yesterday. So you've talked to half the people in one day, whereas I've talked exactly. to everybody in there two days, go. which sounds fair enough. Right. right. Great <laughs> stuff. And uh, you were talking about brand, brand awareness. Yes, building brand awareness with oh. advertising. Oh, specifically with advertising. Correct. And the, the idea that, I, I can't remember what it was, it was it's all well and good to, uh, to, to focus on the bottom of the funnel, but you need to fill the top of the funnel at the same time. Right, yeah. Can you, you explain that? Sure. You can't expect your bottom of funnel sales to continue to perform well if you don't fill your funnel with people from the top. And you need to do that with brand awareness advertising because you need to create connection and build trust with your customers. People will buy more from brands they trust. Like, who do you trust more, your friends or strangers? Friends, yeah. right? So you need to become friends with your customers so that they will purchase more from you so that you can get more from your bottom of funnel campaigns. Isn't it a bit ambitious to expect me to think a brand is my friend? <laughs> no, it's not. We have oh. relationships with everyone, people and brands. We have relationships constantly. The person that you buy coffee from, you have a relationship there. Any interaction is a relationship. So we do have relationships with brands. Okay, so building a relationship, maybe not necessarily to the point of friendship, but definitely a relationship of trust. Of trust, yes, absolutely. Trust and connection are the two things that we're going for here. Okay, and, and you were saying about kind of brand awareness. A lot of brands just say, well, stick my name out there and that's yeah. fine. But I think the number was 5,000 brands a day we get exposed to. Correct. And you gave an example of driving to work. Uh, yeah, so uh, I looked at a map near my house because we have a lot of hotels near our house. We live near Disneyland, so it's tourist Ooh. central, right? So I was going to say that must be exciting, but it probably isn't. It no, terrible traffic. <laughs> uh, so there's tons of hotels near our house, and I've lived there for 11 years. I drive past them constantly. I have no idea what the names of the, the hotels are, even though I've seen them so many times, yeah. because I have no connection to them. I have no reason to know them. Oh, sorry, I just thought of something. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it, it's um, Chester International Memory Man who was <laughs> teaching me about memory uh -huh. uh, and the idea that you can't remember things if you have no entity to connect them to. Right. And maybe that's the problem is that you've got these brands and, mm -hmm. and you've got kind of this brand block out, yeah. but partly because you've got nothing to connect them to. I have no connection. Other than proximity, there's no reason for me to remember them. And the connection to any other entity and that relationship that you could then create mm -hmm. in your knowledge graph in your mm -hmm. brain would require, I mean, you said relationship, but it's friendship. And so it is that. Mm -hmm. it, it's some kind of empathy and trust which yep. would allow that relationship to solidify between the two entities. I'm making this up and it's complete rubbish. <laughs> no, it's great. It? It's great. What we're going for is emotional connection of any kind. So you want people to take an action that connects them to your brand. So they are showing interest in a product. They are reading content that makes them connect to you as a brand because they trust something that you've uh, given them, you have enhanced their life in some way, you've educated them, or you've entertained them. 
Which comes to another point, which is brands need a personality. They do. Oh, can you tell me about personality? <laughs> sure. So the oh, brand personality yeah. more specifically. So to do brand awareness, you need branding. These are two completely different things. Okay. But you will have companies that don't have a brand. They don't have branding. They're just vanilla. They just exist. They don't have a voice. The idea that vanilla doesn't have any taste is rubbish, though, isn't <laughs> it? It's actually it? my favorite ice cream, so <laughs> not a great, not a great analogy. But um, if you have a company like that that doesn't have a personality and doesn't yeah. have a voice, then all the content that they create is going to be bland. It's not going to have any connection. So yeah, you got off the vanilla there. You said bland. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did bland. Yes, <laughs> vanilla is, is not bland. Um, so you you definitely need to have that brand. You need to have that personality oh. because if you're going to be creating content that has connection and has emotion, that requires that personality. Okay, and, and then there's another question is that obviously multiple people represent your brand, whether it's on social media, mm -hmm. creating ads, creating, doing the SEO, the meta titles, meta descriptions, doing the content on your pages, yeah. trying to get some kind of coherence, consistency in all those personalities to represent your brand personally, that's really hard. It is hard, but I find that most brands have a personality whether they've defined it or not. Oh, okay. So uh, that comes just kind of naturally out of you know the owner of the company building it up and now maybe they have 30 employees or 500 employees whatever that is the the brand the personality comes from the top so you can solidify that you can um, you know make best best practices for what your content sounds like but it really comes from the top and you uh, use that voice to tell your customers who they should be so um, who who a customer is to your brand i see yeah, you're not telling not, them how to run their yeah, lives don't, i'm not telling you who you should be i'm telling you if you are our customer you're this type of person which, which also means don't attract the chaff i.e the people who Correct. are going to who are going to bail on you because there isn't a match right which is what we're doing with brand awareness advertising with the proper content and targeting you're getting the right people to your website we're not doing clickbait we're mm. not just getting traffic we're getting the right traffic yeah, and Gary Ellis was saying how much he hates clickbait this morning. <laughs> Don't we he, all? <laughs> yeah, but people still do it, as he they said. They do it, but the problem there, it's not only are you paying for a ton of traffic that's not going to convert, mm. you're not building trust. And the most important thing, other than connection in brand awareness, is building trust with your customers. Okay, and that comes through personality, consistent message. Sorry, just quickly before mm -hmm. we move on to the next topic that I just yep. thought of, yep. I want to come back to the... Isn't then the most, in terms of personality of the brand, the most important people are company, the HR people, because they choose the people you employ. Sure. And if the people you yeah. employ don't correspond to your personality, you're gonna mess it up. Yeah, HR people and, and management conveying and communicating what the brand message is. Okay, so you need the employees to represent your personality as a brand, and you need to attract the people who are actually gonna be interested in the personality the brand has. You do, and you need to empower those people to use their knowledge combined with your voice to create the best content. Brilliant stuff. Now, I had another question. I've completely forgotten what it is, but um, I'm, I'm sure it will come back. Oh, that was it. Um, consistent brand messages. I mean, I, I get obsessed by brand SERPs, mm -hmm. i.e. what turns up when somebody searches your brand. Sure. I'm really interested to know what you think about that, because I found that when you say to a brand what comes up when somebody searches your brand name, mm -hmm. they go, ah, it's all, all right. Yeah. And it, No, yeah, you're shaking your head, <laughs> and I'm very glad about yeah. that. How rubbish is it? Well, it is a lot. It's 
very rubbish or a lot of rubbish. I'm not sure what the proper <laughs> usage there is. So I obviously come from a paid side, but my boyfriend comes from SEO. So I have a lot of organic knowledge as well. So what comes up when someone searches your brand is very important. And a lot of people on the paid side argue about whether you should run a brand campaign or not. And I hate that argument. Oh, right. What's I, the answer? Uh, the answer is you probably should be running a yeah, brand I campaign. Agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're on the same team. Here. In the ad copy, you control the messaging. Yeah. So what people are searching, you get to match the ads to what they're actually searching. And you're not messing with your organic, right? You're not messing with your, your page sales. You can customize those for what the brand should be saying in organic. Yeah, and, and sorry, but the homepage, which is what typically what comes up at the yeah. top of the results, should only represent your brand. Correct. Uh, and, and tell tell everybody who your brand is. So yep. in fact, what you then get is the page result, which can be a big fat one, mm -hmm. as it were, and, <laughs> and the organic one, which is going to have the rich site links. You're yep. already taking up like a big scroll yep. of real estate. Yep. And, and that's really powerful because you've it got is. your message on message, positive, yep. unless you're rubbish and you've written bad meta titles. And <laughs> that's true. And you can also put timely offers in your ad oh, copy, which is really important. Um, especially now we're heading into Black Friday, Cyber Week Madness. A lot of my clients are going to Cyber be Week Madness? <laughs> yes. Oh, they're just inventing new things all the time. To, yeah, to... you know, it was Cyber Monday and then it was Cyber Week and now it's Cyber Week and pretty soon it's going to be Cyber November. And then it's going to be Cyber... Year. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, we're just Cyber Decade. always. Just, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so keep going. So yeah, so you can do, uh, you know, discount codes in your ad copy based on whether these are new users who have not visited your site before. Maybe it's a retargeting list. Ah, good so point. you want to give them a different um, discount. And now with Google's lead generation ad extension, maybe mm. uh, you want to run brand ads with the lead generation extension. So what you does that people, do? You get a little link that um, pops up a contact form basically okay. so people can enter their email address. So And they don't leave the SERP? They don't leave the SERP. You can give them the discount code right away and then they can choose to click over okay. to the website. So you get them on your email list with a little bit lower um, investment because mm. they're they're not having to commit to going over to your site. Oh, it's such a big commitment, isn't it? <laughs> it is. You know, well, for some people it is. Oh, sorry. That, yeah. That. <laughs> But also um, with your brand cam campaigns, you're doing uh, protection, right? You're keeping your competitors yeah. from owning your space. So again, I think that that argument, that question should just stop. You should probably be running brand campaigns. Yeah, and then beyond that, you've got the, the brand campaign, you've got your homepage, and then you should be having your, your Facebook, your, your social mm -hmm. accounts yeah. below that. Absolutely. And you really should control that Yeah, that own page. page, yeah. Um, and Gary was saying uh, earlier on that the, the, the I, or it, it was the example of a brand set where I mean, my point of view is your social accounts should be ranking, and if they're not, yeah. you've got a rather rubbish social strategy. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and sorry, that's another point I, I've, I've been thinking <laughs> about more and more. If you look at your brand SERP, you can actually analyze your digital strategy mm -hmm. and start looking at it and saying, where yeah, are we where getting we this holes? wrong? If my Facebook yeah. page isn't ranking, my Facebook strategy is rubbish. I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting the Twitter boxes. My Twitter strategy is rubbish. Yeah. Would you agree? Absolutely, yeah. Jolly good. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Bit of confirmation for me. Um, so back to back to ad advertising mm -hmm. the side of it. I mean, we, we've got the bottom of the funnel. You're selling yep. people, and then you're pulling people at the top. And we had the seven points of contact that, yeah. that you have to have. And you were saying, do it on the cheap. Yes. Oh, yes. go on. So How do you do it on the cheap? So a lot of what I do is advertising on a, a small budget. 35% of my clients spend less than $5,000 a month on advertising. You like numbers, don't you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have a finance degree, so I do like numbers. Good point. <laughs> um, so I also love money, so budgets are great. Uh, so That maybe didn't sound right. I love money. <laughs> I do. Oh, I right, love okay. money. Yeah, absolutely. As a concept. Oh, I love spending it. I love having it. Oh, right, uh, yeah, absolutely. And in all it. forms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so And money's a number, so... <laughs> 
Um, so with these clients that have smaller budgets, or even if you have a large budget, you can't be spending money just to spend money or spending money inefficiently. Mm. You want to be getting people in your funnel for the lowest cost possible, but on top of that, you want to be building their trust and their connection to you so that the conversion rate is higher. And the, the way that we do this is by, rather than doing uh, paid clicks on Google, you know, just text ads or mm. shopping ads, and then retargeting where you're paying like a dollar fifty or two dollars per click. I remember the numbers. It ended up at ten dollar twenty if you did it all through paid, and two dollars fifteen if you did it close. Through. Yeah, was yeah, that, it was very bad, close. Yeah, it was ten fifty and uh, <laughs> and two ten. I think yeah, you were the really examples. Love numbers, don't you? Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so what what we do in that case is um, rather than having seven um, t uh, text shopping or retargeting clicks, we want to have a Tencent video view, an email subscription, a social follow, a social bio link click, an email open and a branded search, and get the touches there mm. and get that cost per conversion down to $2 because you're only paying for the video view, the retargeting, yeah. and the brand search. And all that, sorry, ties into mm -hmm. uh, the idea, in fact, all of this is a rep representation of your brand. You've got your website, you control, you've got the, sub the semi control, yep. social channels, advertising, mm -hmm. uh, newsletter sign ups, and, and yep. other sites. And, and that idea that all of these things are a representation of your brand, yes. you have an opportunity to get one of those touches. Mm -hmm. You do, yes, you have all of those opportunities and you don't have to have all of them. I work with a lot of clients that only do Instagram or only do Facebook, okay. they completely ignore Twitter. So I'm not saying that you have to be everywhere and be everything, but you wanna build a strategy that allows you to get people to move through your funnel in the most cost efficient way possible while you're building trust and connection at all of those steps. And sorting the wood from the chaff. Correct. Yes. Which is, uh, Kate yeah. Toon was talking about her copywriting, which is she starts mm -hmm. at the top and the idea for her is when you get to the, CT, the, the call to action at mm -hmm. the bottom, that you've got rid of all the people you don't want. Yeah, absolutely. And then you don't get the churners, yeah. is what she calls them, I yeah. think. Do you call them churners? No, but that's great, I'm going to now. <laughs> and, and, and that idea as well of getting rid of the churners mm -hmm. means that you don't get as many dissatisfied clients who complain about you. Not only that, but you're not wasting your retargeting dollars on people who are never going to convert. Very good point. Okay, well, thank you very much. That was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> SEO is AO, thank you, Pamela. Thank you. Well, I got her laughing. <laughs> Sorry, we're, go we're going to do a serious one now. So you okay. got. <clears throat> no, it's not serious. It's, okay. not. it's just for ungang. Okay, so we look this way now? or I'm going to look that okay. way and then say hello to okay. you. Okay, sounds good. Hi, I'm Jason Barnard. We're at Ungagged LA 2019. Sorry, just leave a slight more pause before we start that one. Sorry, Jason. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. But, uh, only two days they know me so well. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason Barnard, we're at LA. <laughs> now you've got me now. Hi, I'm Jason Barnard, Ungagged 2019 with Pamela Lund. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Great to meet you as well. What did you think of your very first Ungagged? I thought it was fantastic. I loved the small, uh, intimate audience size. So oh. you got to talk to everyone and have an opportunity to network with as many people as possible. Absolutely brilliant. Short, sweet, brilliant, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I've never had a short answer like that. You don't know what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am efficient. <laughs>